Hello and welcome. I'm Dr. Kenitra Bryant, and today's motivational aim targets interest and invitation. I want to thank you all for joining me. This episode that you're listening to is kicking off a new series entitled Jesus is the Realest Relationship You'll Ever Have. This series was inspired by the Bible plan I wrote with the same title. And I'm going to expound on that Bible plan in this eight-part series. And hopefully, you will leave this series with a deeper understanding that Jesus is indeed the realest relationship you'll ever have. And when anybody receives this truth about their relationship being real with Jesus, it might encourage someone to spend more time with him, spend quality time with him, converse with him more, study him, fellowship with him, and just truly appreciate all Jesus has done for you and what he's currently doing in you and through you. And I want to begin reading Luke, the 19th chapter, and the first through the 10th verse. And this passage of scripture is where the motivational aim, interest, and invitation comes from. And I want to set the backdrop and then go from there. I encourage you to read Luke, the 19th chapter, and the 1st through the 10th verse on your own so you can see it for yourself and talk to God about whatever you want to talk to him about as he reveals some truth to you. All right, I am about to read. He entered Jericho and was passing through. There was a man named Zacchaeus, who was a chief tax collector, and he was rich. He was trying to see who Jesus was, but he was not able because of the crowd, since he was a short man. So running ahead, he climbed up a sycamore tree to see Jesus, since he was about to pass that way. When Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down because today it is necessary for me to stay at your house. So he quickly came down and welcomed him joyfully. All who saw it began to complain. He's going to stay with the sinful man. But Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, Look, I'll give half of my possessions to the poor. Lord, and if I have exhorted anything from anyone... I'll pay back four times as much. Today salvation has come to this house, Jesus told him, because he too is a son of Abraham, for the Son of Man has come to seek and save the lost. So you just heard it. And if you were reading along, you saw it for yourself. So let me go ahead and expound on it just a little bit. So Jesus was entering a town. Well, he entered a town. And scripture lets us know he was passing through. When someone is passing through, that generally means that they are not staying somewhere for a long period of time. We already know that Jesus does things on purpose and with purpose. So for the scripture to say that he was passing through, he was passing through that particular town For a particular reason. We are introduced to a man named Zacchaeus. 
He was a chief tax collector. During that time, tax collectors were identified as traitors because of how some of them handled their profession. Tax collectors had a reputation of taking from people, swindling people out of their funds by enforcing the taxes that needed to be paid, and then adding all types of fees or extra charges or just whatever they wanted to do to pad their pockets. So by Zacchaeus being known as a chief tax collector, he had a reputation of taking more than what belonged to him, using people for his own benefit, although it was displeasing and distasteful before God. But on this particular day that we're reading about, when Jesus was passing through, I'm pretty sure when Jesus was passing through that town, it was not a quiet matter. People heard about Jesus being in town, and there could have been a lot of talk going on. So Zacchaeus heard about it. So what does Zacchaeus do? He climbs into a tree to see Jesus since he was about to pass that way. And for Zacchaeus to climb into a tree, that took planning, that took thought, and it took effort. Zacchaeus was watching Jesus because he heard about him, and he was watching him, and he wanted to see what and who Jesus was all about. Scripture lets us know that he was a short man, and he couldn't see because of the crowd. But he climbed a tree, he ran ahead, so he could see Jesus. And how many of us are interested in Jesus like that? You heard about Jesus. People keep talking about Jesus. You've read some things about what he's done for other people, or you've heard about what he's done for other people. You know his reputation as being good, but you haven't seen him up close and personal like everybody else. People could be around you or in your circle talking about how great Jesus is to them, what Jesus has done for them, how Jesus delivered them. But you look at yourself or a person can look at themselves and ponder and try to figure out how will they and will they ever experience that type of interaction, dialogue and exchange with Jesus because things are not going that good in their lives or in their life. And you could be going through some of the same things Zacchaeus was going through. Scripture states that he was a short man, and short can be defined as not coming up to a measure or requirement. Not reaching far enough is another definition. Another definition that identifies or defines short is insufficiently supplied. Or even the most well-known definition which is not tall or high or having little length. 
And now that we have a general sense of what the word short means, or we really just reviewed it for those who already know what the word short means, using what we already know, that Zacchaeus was short in stature, and when I say he was short in stature, of course they were talking about short in height because he had to climb a tree because the crowd was in his way. But not only was he short in natural physical height, Scripture lets us know he was short in stature as it related to his business practices. He had short stature as it related to how he handled people. He took their money. Now, this is not stated in scripture, but what if he had a short temper? Because he was taking people's money. And for somebody just based off human behavior and interactions with people who are short in their ways, if somebody were to try to express to them, hey man, you took my money. Hey man, you stole from me. Hey man, you did X, Y, and Z. When somebody is short in their ways of dealing with people and they're already handling them wrong, they're not trying to have lengthy conversations about immoral ways and activities. Most likely, some people are short. So what if Zacchaeus was short in that area? What if he was short in his relationships because of what he did to people? And when people saw him in the street, they didn't want to converse with him because of his short, underhanded ways. And how many of you can relate with Zacchaeus? You were short in your thinking. You were short or you are short in your abilities. Short in integrity short in responsibility, short in kindness, short in respecting other people's property, short in accountability, short in maintaining quality relationships, short in attention, short in attending to the needs of others, short in giving, short in listening, short in including people in things, Short in showing support. Short in commitments. Short in honesty. Short with the facts. Short with the truth. Short in your efforts. Short in care. Short in concern. Short in respect. Short in sympathy. Short in empathy. Short in self-control. Short in self-evaluation. Short in peace. Short in joy. Short in rest. Short in organization. Short in planning. And short with spending quality time with God. Has anybody ever been short in something or with someone? 
But what is interesting about Zacchaeus is that he realized and understood the areas in his life where he was short. And he took the first steps in seeking Jesus. Now, he most likely had insecurities. He could have been focused on, man, how people were going to perceive him. He was about to climb into a tree. He did all these things that were not pleasing to God. What if he was thinking about all of the shame? But even though he thought those things, if he thought them, Scripture lets us know that he did something. And one thing about Zacchaeus is that he paid attention. He heard about the stories of Jesus. And just based off of human behavior, interactions, and how people operate, I don't think anybody's going to be running ahead of anybody to go see somebody that they weren't interested in. And the way that a person is interested in someone, they had to have studied them, seen them, heard about them. It's something that sparked their attention, their interest, their curiosity about that person to want to see what they're doing. They hold something about them that's worth looking at, worth paying attention to. Nobody's climbing trees to look at somebody who is not contributing something that is interesting to them. So for Zacchaeus to do this, he heard some things about Jesus. He knew what he was doing in his life, but he heard about, or he had to, I'm assuming, that he heard about people meeting Jesus and Jesus was encouraging them and forgiving them and he didn't shun people because of the things that they did and he didn't address people based off of their past. He addressed people based off of their future and their identity in him. He wasn't going around calling people rejects, losers, good-for-nothings, outcast. So he heard something positive. He heard about how Jesus was speaking life into people's situations and people were transformed and blessed and Jesus was smiling at people. There was a light in Jesus that he shared with others. Jesus corrected people in love. He heard about how Jesus gave people the tools that they needed to become doers of his word, disciples of Jesus Christ. So he knew it was something special about Jesus and how anyone who went after him, their lives were transformed. So... Zacchaeus ran ahead, probably didn't want anyone to see what he was doing, and that's fine. But that shows that he was ready to make a change, and he didn't have time to be around people who would talk down to him about him for what he already knew he was doing wrong. He just had to see if Jesus was who he said he was. So he climbs the tree. He looks down because he was interested in Jesus. So he was watching him intently. But what happens next is truly remarkable. And that is where the interest and invitation 
takes place. Jesus and Zacchaeus were doing the same thing. They both were interested in each other and they both invited each other into their lives. And I'm going to break down what I mean. Zacchaeus was trying to see who Jesus was, but couldn't because of the crowd. Jesus knew where Zacchaeus was and located him with purpose in the midst of the crowd. Zacchaeus ran ahead and climbed up a tree to see Jesus since he was about to pass that way. Jesus was passing through the town on purpose, walking exactly where Zacchaeus would be and where Zacchaeus would see him. Zacchaeus was watching Jesus. Jesus was watching Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus was looking down from the tree at Jesus. Jesus was looking up the tree right at Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus hurried to climb up a tree to see Jesus. Jesus told Zacchaeus to hurry down the tree so he could converse with Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus ran ahead of people to avoid what they were going to say about his interest in Jesus. Jesus called Zacchaeus out in front of people to speak a blessing of transformation because of his interest in him. In the presence of people at one point, Zacchaeus was a sinful man. But in the presence of Jesus at that point, Zacchaeus was a faith-filled, righteous man. Zacchaeus sought Jesus outside of his house. But when he met Jesus, Jesus came in and stayed in his house. Before allowing Jesus to come into his home, Zacchaeus took what didn't belong to him. When Jesus entered his home, his heart and mind... Zacchaeus returned what didn't belong to him and then some. Zacchaeus was looking for Jesus and was saved. Jesus was already en route for the deliverance of Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus climbed up a tree to see Jesus and that changed his life. Jesus died on a tree for Zacchaeus, and that changed his life. Zacchaeus was interested in Jesus and invited him in. Jesus was interested in Zacchaeus and invited him in to win in every area and aspect of his life. How many of you are or have went after looking for Jesus? You understood that it was important. You had to throw everything off. That was a hindrance. You didn't care what people thought anymore. Even though you were doing things you had no business, it was time for a change. It was time to get involved in the realest relationship that one will ever have, and that was Jesus. So you climbed out of the pit, you've climbed out of the mundane, 
you climbed out of the self-pity and you just ran. You climbed out of the people-pleasing. You just left. And you were watching Jesus. You're trying to see, is this man going to accept me? Is Jesus going to receive me? I've done all these bad things. And you're interested in him and you want to invite him in. Not realizing that he was interested in you a long time ago. And he was waiting for you to invite him in. So a true transformation would take place. Just like with Jesus and Zacchaeus, this is real for anybody. When Zacchaeus interacted with Jesus after being interested and inviting him in his life, things changed. He acknowledged Zacchaeus. He acknowledged the wrong he did. And he repented to God and did right by the people he did the wrong to. He started doing something. Doing something. Although people saw that Jesus changed his life, he didn't allow anyone to distract him from being a doer of the word of God. He didn't focus on people labeling him by what he used to do and who he used to be. He was so focused and confident on who Jesus said he was that he was willing to do what Jesus said to do as God worked through him and for him and with him. When a person is interested in Jesus, never forget that Jesus has already been interested in you or them. When one invites Jesus in their life, Jesus accepts the invitation and invites that person in to unite with him in deliverance, victory, salvation, discipleship, and love. Jesus is the realest relationship you will ever have. Jesus is the realest relationship you will ever be in. Jesus was interested in you before you were interested in him. Jesus invited you to receive him and accept him before you even had the knowledge to understand that you were in need of a savior. Jesus was so interested in you that he died on the cross for your sins and he wants you to know that he loves you and he wants you to experience him in a very real way. Even if you invite Jesus in the very mess of your life. And when I say invite him in the mess of your life, I'm not saying to invite him in for him to co-sign and agree with the mess. You're inviting him in so he can fix the mess. It's important and it's a blessing to invite Jesus into your mess, into your dysfunction, into your short ways, your short thinking, your short dreams, your short temper, your short issues that are creating more lengthy problems for you. 
when we invite Jesus into the areas in our lives that seem short. He has a way of short-circuiting any area of inadequacy. And he knows how to produce a full, lengthy, productive, abundant life in him. There are a lot of relationships a person can get in where it appears that one is interested in them and they're inviting them in. But one's relationship with Jesus is the only one where Jesus was the one interested in them before they were even created. And what a powerful, loving God and Savior we serve. And the scripture that I would like to leave you with will review is Luke, the 19th chapter and the 5th verse. And it states, When Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, because today it is necessary for me to stay at your house. I selected this scripture to target in on, well, to recap, the desperation Zacchaeus had when he went out to seek Jesus. He ran ahead and did something that some people wouldn't have done. He was aware of his inadequacies. He was aware that he was short in areas. He was aware of his mistakes and his failures and his lifestyle and the decisions he made. But he was desperate to see Jesus, so he climbed a tree. He was willing to do something different, showing that he was ready, he was interested, and he was ready to invite Jesus into his life. He was willing to let people look at him, make fun of him, talk about him, mock him. Oh, look at that grown man in the tree. Look at that grown man over here like acting like the kids. Being a lookout. Oh, yeah, he's short. Yeah, he real short. He didn't let what people said about what he was interested in, who he was seeking after, he didn't let their words stop him from following Jesus. He was willing to let people look at him, make fun of him, shout out his insecurities, his mistakes, his poor decisions. That did not matter because Jesus was about to come into his life and add length and life to every area in his life that was short. Jesus saw the faith of Zacchaeus and just in that action of climbing a tree and what it took, Jesus knows all about being on a tree and what it takes and what it looks like to people. He knows how people look down on people who were aiming to elevate their lives to please God. He knows all about that all too well. He knows all about when you're trying to help others and change and transform and how people look down on you. He knows how it feels to be 
shamed and mocked and disrespected and disregarded and publicly humiliated when you're hanging in a tree or you're on a tree. And Jesus saw that and encouraged him because he knows the value of what it takes when someone climbs to reach a level that is vital to one's salvation. Now, we read about how Jesus was passing through. Remember? He was passing through. But Jesus was passing with purpose. And when Jesus conversed with Zacchaeus, Jesus told him, It is necessary for me to stay at your house. Now, when somebody's passing through, they're just passing through, right? They're not staying anywhere. But Jesus was intentional on his words. Since Zacchaeus was interested in Jesus and invited Jesus in, and Jesus accepted the invitation because he was interested in Zacchaeus already, he told him, I'm staying at your house. And why would Jesus stay at someone's house? Maybe because, I said earlier, they invited Jesus in. But Jesus saw the importance of what that person did and what it took for them to climb up to see him. Jesus knows that that person had to climb above pride to seek him. Climb above shame to see him, climb above people-pleasing to seek him, climb above insecurity, climb above fear, climb above cheating, climb above stealing, climb above immoral ways, illicit activities. And when a person climbs above all of that, and yes, they'll be made fun of and mocked, but they're not climbing for people. They're climbing for Jesus. Jesus sees that. And when you climb or anybody climbs out of anything that they're in to seek Jesus, Jesus sees it and he's going to stay at your house. Why? Because it is necessary for him to do so because you've invited him in. Jesus knows what you had to climb above but you had to run ahead in order to see him. And he knows the people that you had to dis- dismiss in order to see him, seek him. When Jesus stays at your house, he never leaves. And if he never leaves and you're connected to him, you just might have and experience some of the life-changing, transforming conversations Zacchaeus had with Jesus and that was starting to do or is starting to do what Jesus commands one to do a person starts living the way Jesus commanded them to live they start taking accountability for the things that Jesus is commanding them to work on. They're going to do right by people. They're doing something 
transformation has kicked in. When Jesus sees what you're climbing towards, who you're interested in, who you're seeking, and why you're seeking it, if it is to please and honor God, Jesus is staying at your house. When anyone is in a relationship with Jesus, it is so real because the God honoring real you is revealed. It's exposed and it shines through. When Zacchaeus conversed with Jesus, he didn't hide what he had done. He understood that the light of Christ was permeating the room and he was like, okay, let me go ahead and get this right right now because I want to do what Jesus has commanded me to do. And he called it out and he did something about it. Real relationship. Real. And the question I would like to leave you with that I would like you to share with God in prayer or share with someone or do both. But the question I want to pose is, how did it feel when you realized that Jesus was interested in you way before you were interested in him and way before you invited him into your life? Thank you all for tuning in Visit drkenitrabryant.com to download the Jesus is the Realest Relationship You'll Ever Have Bible Study. And on the site, you can grab some apparel aimed to inspire and remind you of who you are in Christ. You can connect with me on Instagram at Aim Towards the Target and on the YouVersion Bible app where you can download, subscribe, and complete a variety of Bible devotionals aim to remind you that Jesus is indeed the realest relationship you'll ever have. Thanks for thinking about me today and including me in your day. Enjoy the remainder of your day. May God bless you with joy, focus, and resilience. Peace and God bless.